Well, welcome back to part two of Vibes, Moods, and Moves, the podcast for creative minds, real questions, and real conversations. Special holiday shenanigans episode with me, your host, Janae Jordan, and my special guest, Bambi Jones. Part two is already in progress, so grab your hot toddies and come on. though that I did cry. I cried like a I cried like a baby. Um at the close of the previous season when it was clearly about to be official and it was kind of made official uh from the Star Trek universe. Mm-hmm. Um and then it's official official now that the Star Trek universe has its first official black Lady Captain of a Starship. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Let me just get an amen. Amen, amen. <laughs> um, Discovery. Talk about it. Because I know you watch. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Love it. Love it. Um, Michael Burnham. Mm-hmm. I mean, the... St- uh, ha- the whole storyline of her character, how she's connected to Spock, how she, I'm like, what the what? How? Twist of the century, right? Yeah. Like... Yeah. Um, just amazing. It's, it's so much. I'm like, where, where to, where to begin? I mean, without like, Telling the spoilers. story for people, spoilers for people right. who haven't seen it. Uh, if you haven't seen it, Michael Burnham, she's the new captain. Um, her character arc is like the journey that she takes. She's uh, how she's come up in the ranks. Mm. Uh, it has been pretty amazing helped along by some very, you know, uh, interesting time travel uh, uh, pieces to this. Mm-hmm. But she, you know, came in as in, was she an ensign or something like that? She came. Well, yeah, I mean, out of Academy into, she started at the, I think she pretty much started at the bottom, like, yeah. Yeah, but yeah, she. Yeah, but there yeah, was. Yeah, a, yeah, yeah, but there was yeah, a twist. Yeah, yeah but mm-hmm. there was a twist to what, mm-hmm. her, you know, when she first got on. Right. Yeah. When we first meet her, yeah. you know, there's a whole backstory, and just how she like rose up, and so she's a, and she's a blurred. She's a science geek, too. Yep. And it's. It's just. It's just so cool to see the trajectory of her of her um uh that her character takes mm-hmm. and how she wound up where she is now and how she is owning it um but not as a not as a traditional you know captain of a starship because she you know she she still has a push and pull with with Yes, I know Starfleet, this is the way that we do things, mm-hmm. but she has her own way of doing things. So it's, it's her, still finding her way in that of, you know, her moral compass, making her do things in a way that might not be Starfleet, mm-hmm. but it's for the good of the people, you know. Um, 
I don't know what what you got, Janae. Black girl magic. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Toddies. Toddies, see? Toddies will get you every time. Uh, yeah, Samiqua Martin. Um, mm -hmm. uh, seen her on, again, Law and Orders and all kinds of shows and stuff like that, playing teenagers and grown-ups and, you know, nice people and mean people. And But Sis has been at it and at it and vigilant. And it's just, I'm just so happy to see her in a role that, you know, little boys and girls are growing up with right now and she's their captain. I felt mm -hmm. the same way about Kate Mulgrew. Yeah, you know, when she I love her. Yes, and I just felt like, yeah, we need to see women leading, you know, captaining these starships and making hard yeah. decisions and um, still having heart. So that was awesome. But this one, again, this is one of those big moments. Um, you know, we already know what a big deal it was to have Michelle Nichols, you mm -hmm. know, on that bridge back all, all that time ago. So to have it come full circle to where now where we have this, like, are you, mm -hmm. you know, um, the same stuff that you were saying about the character arc, mm -hmm. honestly, that's what made me cry like a baby at the close of the last season. Mm -hmm. was when she said let's fly oh my god yes oh yeah yeah it yeah. was just like especially with the way that season was mm -hmm. you know and the you know the, the just the whole I'm gonna figure it out and I'm just gonna make my own way kind of a thing and it yeah. she kind of went through and my favorite character by the way follows my mm -hmm. um crazy cat loving people we all have little fur babies in our houses uh <laughs> She's oh my god she's a queen she's a queen <laughs> <laughs> i loved when he said that i was like uh -huh. he, loves, he loves his kid um but yeah it was just to see that character oopsies wait let me make sure yeah to see that character go through everything she went through from the very beginning of that journey mm -hmm. and i think what is safe to say is the losses there were so many losses yeah a lot of loss on a lot of different levels and the other thing is when I look at the time that a lot of people are really watching it and mm -hmm. binging it during these times, yeah. again, it's one of those things where it's like, if you want to have something to watch that's going to give you that sense of, no, it's not easy, but if you keep going, you make the right decisions, you do the best you can, you can reach the other side and it's glorious. Okay. Yeah. Because that's how I felt when we got to, and the way it was done was in such a way that, and I'm sure that was intentional, um, button it up just enough that if they were to stop there, mm -hmm. we all would have been left with this climactic moment of, yes, uh -huh. when I saw her sit down in that captain's chair. And yeah. bear in mind, she had had the opportunity, for those of you who haven't seen it, mm -hmm. this, this, this opportunity comes by her a couple of times and right. she doesn't do it right. for a number of different reasons. So mm -hmm. it was just knowing that, because we watch her go through it, yeah, you know, uh, to get to that point where it's like, no, this is this now I'm ready, mm -hmm. you know, kind of a thing. It was, I literally, I still think about it and it's like, you know, it's like Captain Burnham. Yeah. You know? yeah. And it was just like, when she again, it was the whole moment of when she sat down in that chair yeah. and just let's fly. Mm -hmm. You know, you guys got to watch it. If you haven't, 
please check out Star Trek Discovery. It's just chocked full of all kinds of stuff. And again, diversity. Hello, major diversity. I, 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 I oh, and uh, aside from Sonequa Martin Green, yeah, a lot of the uh, leadership or the the higher ranking officers are women. Yep. It's like the men are, yeah, the higher ranking women uh, officers are, are women, and. It's great. And, but also it's like, and then you have the whole like theater, uh, draw there with, with, um, uh, the doctor and, oh my uh, God. yeah. So, yes. So like two, two actors from the original rent mm. are, uh, are in the show and yeah. they play yeah. a couple yeah. and uh and so that's i love seeing that yeah um, there's a lot of diversity a lot of like racially diverse um the fact that there are a lot of women in leadership there's um people lgbtq it's it's uh, and really represented you know people you know, people who are like you know their pronouns are they mm -hmm. uh, it, it's just it's really amazing but it's seamlessly woven in and it's just this is this is the world this is the world this is what it is yeah so if you're like a star trek person if you're a trekkie um and i don't want to hear that because you're into star wars you can't be into star trek i do both hello right here right there you can fan out over multiple uh sci-fi universes, it's okay. Um, yeah, I just, I'm here for like a uh, big time discovery. Wait, what happened? Um, I can't, oh, there you are. Oh yeah, that I, I, I'm in New York and the sirens and stuff. Oh, you had a so moment? I, yeah, I had a moment. So I figured that I'd mute. So you didn't have <laughs> to hear all that going by. Um, but it's funny, it's like Sonequa Marcrean. Oh, Wait, time out. Okay, it's shenanigans. This is what that damn Tati did. I know, look at that, yep. Mm -hmm. it, was, it ate it up. It ate <laughs> up the candy cane. I didn't, I barely <laughs> swooshed. Mm -hmm. And it was like, that first time was, the first couple of layers was what? It was like two minutes in the cup and it was like right. gone. Yeah. And this was just it hanging out on the side of the cup and it's like, <laughs> The fumes are getting <laughs> rum. Uh huh. Oh my god. Did you did you watch uh, uh, Walking Dead? He's old. No, I was feeling the zombie. Okay, well you know, that's when. Like, like, yeah, I know that that was one of the big ones. I remember seeing her affiliated. Um, uh, Sneaker Martin Green. I remember seeing yeah. her affiliated with that. Is that where you, was that where you were going? Yeah, 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 yeah. But no, I I, I had no desire to watch the zombie apocalypse. <laughs> I understand. I understand. I've never been big on zombies. Zombies mm -hmm. really weird me out. It's my father's fault. It's your uncle's fault <laughs> making me watch the original um, Night of the Living Dead. 
Well, if it, then yeah, you don't need to watch this. me up for life. Yeah, you don't need to watch this. I don't do zombies. They don't play. You would be traumatized. Yeah, I had to. Take a lot, but no. Yeah. Yeah, I had to stop watching um, after a little while because I'm like, I'm not emotionally there. I, 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 I can't right now. And then so many seasons have gone by. I'm like, oh God, now I didn't have to binge all that because I, I love, you know, the characters. But there, you know, I guess it might have been like, no, it was before COVID, but right around then, I'm like, I don't need that mess too. And COVID? Mm-mm. No, that's all right. Mm-mm. I need, I need Bridgerton. I don't need zombies. Thank you for pressing play on this episode. Whenever you press play and wherever you press play, whether you're listening on Apple Podcasts via iTunes or Spotify or Amazon Music or right here on my website, www.JanaeJordan.com. Thank you for listening. And don't forget to like, follow, and subscribe to Vibes, Moods, and Moves on Instagram at Vibes, Moods, Moves. Your check-in destination online for all things in my VM&M pocket universe. Okay, so another thing that you mentioned was, I thought it was really interesting. I think it's really awesome. And it's sharing time. So (laughs) talk about it, because I think this is really cool. Well, once the New York shut down in, back in March of 2020, yes, yes, um, all the Broadway shows closed down and uh, Broadway just started coming back um, this past uh, like summer um, into the fall. And for the first time, seven of the plays that uh, came back to Broadway at the opening of, uh, of the season when, when things were, they had um, enough uh, shows to come in and they had had uh, um, protocols for people, people had to be vaccinated, all this stuff to come to shows. Seven of the plays that came back, and at one point, these were the only, you know, seven plays that were happening at the time, Mm. were all by Black playwrights. That is so awesome. Which is awesome. Um, A lot of this sprung from uh, everything that's been going on the last, well, our lives and and beyond that, but the last year with George Floyd Mm. and, and, um, people actually stepping up and saying, we're not going with the status quo in the in the theater community and the arts community um, as well. We're not going with the status quo of what it was before. We're gonna, you know, make our own art. We wanna be seen. We demand to be seen and heard. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of different organizations were started by black artists. Um, we're also demanding that uh, the big organizations step up their diversity and get, get on board with that. And, you know, it's happening at different levels. But the seven Black plays, um, seven plays by Black playwrights uh, that opened on Broadway this fall, this past fall, were Passover, mm-hmm. um, written by Antoinette uh, Chinonye Nwandu, and it was directed by uh, Danya Tamer. 
Lackawanna Blues, Mm. written and directed by Ruben Santiago Hudson, amazing actor, director. Mm -hmm. He's uh, um, very connected to August Wilson, has directed all of August Wilson's work and been in it. Um, A show called Chicken and Biscuits, uh, written by Douglas Lyons and directed by Zaylon Levingston. And the thing about this show was Zaylon Levingston was the is a is a black director and the youngest black director ever to direct on Broadway. Wow, how old is he? Um, I believe he's in his thirties. Wow. Yeah, early thirties. Um, and that the show Chicken and Biscuits was uh, I got to see that it was a lot of fun. Very you know, uh, folks could relate to. There is a, you know, the father, um, uh, the patriarch of the family passes away and these are church folks and they're going to have, you know, the funeral for him. And so you have the sister, uh, the daughter, one of his daughters coming in for the funeral and they're kind of the like off the chain daughter (laughs) um, and who brings her daughter. And then you have the sister who is, uh, who is stayed in the church. And her husband is actually now the pastor of this church. Mm -hmm. Her father was the pastor of the church. And then um, the grandson who's gay and who brings his, his, um, his partner with him, who's, you know, so that's a big thing. He's gay and the partner is white. So, yeah, (laughs) so that's a whole thing. And it's so it's, uh, it was funny. It was poignant. Mm -hmm. It was, uh, there were conversations that we, have all had in our family. Um, so that was a good one. That that one is closed already. Um, another one was Thoughts of a Colored Man, mm-hmm. um, written by Keenan Scott II and directed by Steve H. Broadnax III. Um, Trouble in Mind by Alice Childress, directed by Charles Randolph White. Uh, right, pardon me. Um, Alice Childress wrote this show in... Uh, in the 50s, it was supposed to come to Broadway in 1957. Mm-hmm. It ran off Broadway, Black playwright. Uh, uh, the cast is mostly Black. There are two, no, one, two, three, four, four white actors, so it's split. The show is ran off Broadway. Um, it was supposed to move to Broadway. And, but before it did its transfer to Broadway, the producers went to Miss Childress and said, um, we love the show. We can't wait for it to come to transfer to Broadway, but could you do us a favor? Could you kind of tone down the racial stuff, the, you know, talking about race? Mm. And Miss Childress said, no. no, I will not. And so it never transferred. So now mm. uh, this year, 2021, it is finally uh, opened on Broadway and is starring LaShawn's. Oh, I uh, love her. Yes, she's amazing. Really, LaShawn's, she is. Um, it's, a, it's a fantastic cast and it's, it's history. Mm-hmm. And it speaks to you because the same thing, it's like how people, how black actors at that time, like some of them got along to get along. And it's like, you know, oh, just whatever he says, just laugh at his jokes and just take that. Don't make any waves because, you know, you got to keep your job and blah, blah, blah. And that how, how that starts to kind of crack. And, you know, people start to go, ah, 
I'm not doing that anymore. Mm. Um, so trouble in mind. Okay. And then uh, Clyde's, uh, written by Lynn Nottage, very prolific writer, and uh, directed by Kate uh, Wariski. And um, that is uh, starring, oh, her name just went out of my head, but uh, it'll come to me. She was in Orange is a New Black, Crazy Eyes from Orange is a New Black. Fantastic oh, um, actor. Uzo Aduba. Yeah, yeah, thank you. Um, <laughs> starring, yes, Uzo Aduba. If I got it right, that's pronounced yes. the name right. Yeah. She's um, awesome. She oh my is. God. She's, yeah, she, did you see that other thing? I don't know. We, we can't do it. Anyway, oh, yeah, right. I can't because yeah. this will go completely someplace else. Yes, go on. I'm sorry. Yeah. So, <laughs> fantastic. And um, and then coming up, uh, a Skeleton Crew, written by Dominique Morisot and um, directed by Ruben Santiago Hudson. Mm. Um, and in Skeleton Crew, uh, one of the leads in that show is going to be Miss Felicia Rashad. Ah. Yes. So, I mean, that's awesome. Where there are other shows coming up that are, you know, uh, that have black casts, mm. and so the the work is is coming. But that was a that was a, a, that's a major. That, that was a major, major crew to you know to have you know. Oh, Broadway's reopening, and by the way. Here's some seven shows for you by playwrights. Enjoy. Have, have a good time. And a good yes. time will be had and has been had by all. That's right. Oh, absolutely. It's like, you know, and that's good. I love a lot. That's the other thing is loving so many of these like full circle. Finally, awesome. Let's just, you know, good stuff moments. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. Because it's like, again, when you, when you said trouble in mind. Yes. That to me is just like, I mean, it makes you also take a beat and think about what a lot of the creators of that time, what is he doing? <laughs> it's like mommy finally has a cohesive thought. He has some trouble in mind, girl. He's got some trouble in mind and he decided and to- And it's not good up, trouble. He decided to tear up a box. Yeah, it's not good trouble. We need, mm -hmm. we need a lot of good trouble these days. Um, but yeah, those full circle moments though, when you think about, you know, that generation of playwrights and performers and all of that, who just got so much crap for wanting to be honest in their work mm -hmm. and just present quality work mm -hmm. and have dignity and being told, no, could you dial it down? Could you, you know, and I think that's how come this point now is just like the attitude is kind of like, no. Mm -hmm. If they were telling you no then and leaving and going to Europe, you know, right. it's, yeah. you know, I mean, like, I think for me, I kind of knew early on was one of the first books I pulled out of my mother's bookcase was, you know, a biography on Josephine Baker. And, you know, I was all of like eight, nine. Of course, she dog-eared the stuff that was too grown, but it was just the whole point <laughs> of, I remember saying, why did she have to go? Mm. Like, why was she there? Like, you know, and because I could understand a lot of what I was reading, but it was just the whole thing of, because, you know, they just, it was always harder, you know? Mm. So when you can look here and see a reopen of Broadway after that, which is like the kind of thing where it's, it's hard to even fathom, like still, right. I'm like, I'm glad I did not see that physically be in that space. Cause that's like, this isn't supposed to happen. Kind of like, why is that supposed to shut down? Right. Um, but when you say like, when it reopens, you've got seven shows 
out there. It's yeah. like there was a time when there would not have been one. One, exactly. Exactly. And, and if there was, it was so micromanaged, picked apart, whitewashed, soft, all of that, mm -hmm. massaged into something else. Yeah. That again, it was that people had to make that, you know, choice of go along, get along. And it's like we were past that. And mm -hmm. so I think that's the other thing that was just poignant about, you know, troubling on it. Yeah. You know, it's just like to hear you tell the backstory and that it's like, yeah, yeah I, that's, I hope people are paying attention is my point. It's mm -hmm. Pay attention, pay yeah. attention, because that's exactly the kind of energy we need to keep when it comes to a lot of things, which is also why I shouted out that episode number seven of Harlem. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I, you know, I'm not here to carry your burdens. <laughs> right. Why do we always have to? Yeah. I mean, mm -hmm. I, yeah, you know, I just, it's just a lot. <laughs> it's a lot and it's a Christmas episode and trying oh, not yes. to get bait. <laughs> but that is, but the thing that's hard is not to, because a lot of the stuff is right at the surface mm -hmm. and, you know, it's the holidays, <laughs> but it's just, it's a lot of stuff that's just so damn heavy. And, um, which is why, you know, we need to make light of some of it <laughs> <laughs> and have fun. Um, right. and again, sharing, you know, just good stuff. I think we gave you guys a lot of good stuff to think about or go watch. And it's like, you know, it's like, it's almost like I said, when we got, we decided this was the wardrobe. Mm -hmm. was Our smart chapeaus. Yes. Yes. Lovely. Y'all love me as a fascinator. <laughs> I love a good hat. Y'all don't know, Miss Thing is serious about her hat collection. I might start wearing hats <laughs> on this show. Um, you know, but just have some fun and a little fufula. But yeah, I just, you know, it's get 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 out of your head. Cause it's like you can even see it here. This is probably gonna be a very different show than last year, you know, because it's like mm -hmm. it's 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 heavier in the sense that it's like, I don't know, it's just even this viewing stuff and what's people, and again, what people are expressing in the art and what is standout on television and what is standout and why it's so standout. Like, I think that was one of the, that's one of the things that's so consistent is from Annie to Harlem to uh, Discovery to- Right. <laughs> and to any other little tidbits and things that we wove in here. It's, there's stuff that's so relevant. I think that's the main thing. Um, that's not just about, I'll go watch this because it's fun. Mm -hmm. Rita and Rita right. Moreno and her, you know, her, yeah. um, her documentary. It, it, for me, it comes down to the reason why I was so stoked when Bam and I sat down and started talking about what we would want to talk about with you guys and looking back a year ago and what was, you know, what was and uh, entertainment wise and just our mood and mm -hmm. where we were at and where we are now. And, um, is that the consistent and common thread through all of it is uh, there's still some hope. Okay, really quick. Um, one of the other really cool things that we talked about last year was Broadway Inspirational Voices. Mm -hmm. uh, Bambi put me onto it. I love and I fell in love immediately. Watched their live, uh, their, their stream and fundraiser for the holiday season last year, but Bam, got to go. Y'all got to go back this year. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yes. Well, they started off um, 
doing a uh, doing a live event at uh, this new um, uh, area in New York called Little Island. And they did um, over the summer, they mm-hmm. did a live event there. But they did their holiday, their their holiday show live and in person. And I was so happy to be able to go. I've been going to them for, oh my gosh, probably at 15 years or more than that, whatever. And uh, and the show was titled Welcome Home. Mm. And it they preached, they ministered to to our spirit. The, it was so beautiful and, and you could feel that they were so energized and being in the room together, being able to sing in a room together like that um, with the full choir. And then the energy from us, the audience being there live with them. Mm-hmm. And it was it was amazing. And then uh, to see um, Alan... Uh, uh, let me get his name right. Alan uh, Lewis Rene. I'm going to make sure I get it right. Um, the new um, musical director for Broadway Inspirational Voices, who um, took over since uh, the founder, Michael McElroy, uh, stepped down from that position um, to uh, to take on a teaching job, I believe running a department. Mm. Um, and... Uh, and he's still part of Broadway Inspirational Voices, still on the board and all, but it, it was so wonderful and to see um, this young man take over and put his spin on things that, songs that are sort of staples that we expect to hear from Broadway Inspirational Voices, but it, he would put his own little twist on it, not and not in a way of like, oh, I have to do something different, whatever, just his a little spin on it, Mm-hmm. That was so, it, that was paying respect to what had come before him and then taking it, you know, to uh, uh, another level. And that was so magical to, to, to be a part of. Um, it was great. It was, uh, we were just so thrilled to be in that room and to see them. It was, it, it I was. I loved it when I saw that you posted that. I was like, yeah. yay. Mm-hmm. I was like, I wish I could be there, but I was so happy you got to go. Oh yeah, absolutely. I'm so glad you guys got to go. You and Gina got, Gina got to go. Cause it was just mm-hmm. like, oh no. <laughs> <laughs> Did you hear it? Yeah, he actually clapped back. He uh-huh. was like, and right. that would be Shadow, the old man of the mountain. Oh, the wow. One that I call is like my little Black Panther. Oh, uh-huh. all the boys have decided to come into the uh, <laughs> this 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 room, the TV room, to come check what all's is going on. Oh well, maybe they can join in for our next little. Uh, you know what? If you know, they probably will. There'll probably be some like you know. Catnip on oh. the fifth day. There you Santa, go. Santa, please bring to me <laughs> catnip. Uh-huh. Yeah, I was really glad. I was like so happy for you guys that you got mm-hmm. to go and enjoy because I know that just after you put me on to Broadway Inspirational Voices, I've been, like I said, keeping up and getting to enjoy, you know, the streams that they've done, like the one on mm-hmm. Little Island. Yeah. Which I got all weepy 
all through. Oh, you did get to see it. Okay. Yeah. Well, yeah, because we were. I was instant. I was texting you. Oh, that's right. That's right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Please. I was texting you. I was like, uh, I want that jacket. Remember? Right. That's right. Yes. And then the chick who I was like, you were like, oh my god, she looks like me. I was like, I was just about to text you. You're like, she's got like you're saying apple head. Right. That's right. Okay. And see. I was like, and I have to get that jacket. That cream color jacket was everything. Uh-huh. And and then the passing of the baton at the end. Yeah. I was like, I don't know these people. Why am I so am I, Right. <laughs> like, why am I sitting here like, oh my God, that's just most beautiful. Like, yeah, we texted all through it. But um, yeah, so I was like, I thought it was really cool to get to actually watch it. So I'm just really happy you got to, you guys got to go and see it live. And oh, of course, yeah. everybody out there, follow and support Broadway Inspirational Voices, as well as my other New York babe, Alvin Ailey. Um, oh, I was yeah. so salty that I couldn't be there for opening of the season, which was always around my birthday. And mm. we would always go see it. And I, I just, you know, maybe next year. In yeah. the meantime, I stay on the channel watching um, what they upload and make available. Uh, yeah. for everybody to watch when they do. It's really cool. I think that that's the other great thing is as much as I rag on social media, which I do, <laughs> you guys have no idea what's coming next, uh, 2022. It might actually, something might be dropping soon, just as a little, anyway. <laughs> um, but yeah, the one thing that is really cool is how, how much information and stuff is out there to make the world smaller as far as sharing the art and entertainment. So if you can't get there, you can get the information or see video of stuff and get to see some really great performances for free. And, you know, again, at a time like this, everybody doesn't have the coins to, if the city is open and the theaters are open, to be able to afford to go, to be able to still participate in arts and entertainment and culture Mm -hmm. on the interwebs. I say, use these powers and these tools for good. Why (laughs) did I feel like a Vita? I know. That was, that was, that was all those, that was that time when, you know, uh, somebody gave me, one of my mom's best friends gave me that damn Evita album, the original cast recording. Uh-huh. And I walked around with it every place. Uh-huh. And I do a mean Evita Perón singing Don't Cry For Me, Argentina, and High Flying Adored. When are we going to see that? We might not be able, we might have to do something before Christmas that is just straight showboating. Where oh, yeah. we can use green screen and we don't have to worry about flashing regalia. Right. <laughs> Disappearing <laughs> green bows, yes. <laughs> that was kind of like yeah. but yeah, I wanna do my Avita. I love Patty Lapone because she is the only Avita. Mm. Say. Well, that's like Elaine Stritch is the only one who could ever sing The Ladies Who Lunch, as far as yeah. I'm concerned. Yeah. I mean, I've seen Patti Lapone on that. I saw that was a, a, a tribute video I caught uh, for Sondheim mm-hmm. a couple of years back. And, and Elaine Stritch was there and she, you know, she was gracious and like really appreciated Patti's version. And I was like, yeah, but it was good because it was Patti Lapone, but it wasn't the stretch. Mm-hmm. Stretch. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't, I don't. There should be theater camp for grown-ups. I know, exactly. <laughs> exactly. And we have like cookies, juice, snack, snacks, and, um, you know, nap time. Mm-hmm. You know, it could be like theater camp for grown-ups. If we added some spa treatments. 
Mm-hmm. Theater camp for adults because right. let's face it, some folks need to have something to do to busy themselves. That's right. Because you leave them alone with the internet. Our beverages. <laughs> I'm actually going credit cards. What was prepared at the hot toddy? That and uh, I am. I'm going to add some more uh, rum to it. I'm going to fortify it. I'm going to fortify it with more rum. And then I'm going, going to, to pasteurize it with more rum. Pasteurize it? Is that is that the proper word? No, it's not. I, mean, I don't really know. Right. I don't. That's why we really don't care either. <laughs> we don't care. We're just going to put stuff in the cup and, and drink it and enjoy it. Yeah. Our hot toddies. Oh. It ain't the holidays without them. And for those of you who hung out with us and hung out last year, you know it isn't going to be the holidays without us. Uh, you know, um, again, thank you to just like one of the bestest humans I know on the planet. And I would say that even if she and I weren't kin, right. my big sister cousin Bambi Jones. Thank you, Bam. You're welcome, my nene. Mwah. Mwah. Um, yeah, and I had the rum right this year. I was so inspired to get it right this year. I got it right. I got it right. I just hope that you had fun hanging out with us and, you know, get out of your own head, call your people, have a good time, make up your own goofy holiday songs and sing them with your loved ones. <laughs> just find your fun and, and have a good time and check out all the really cool stuff we mentioned on here. Really quick shout out. I have to shout him out. Um, my friend Khalil Crawford's book. Oregon City. You can now order it from Barnes & Noble Press, soft copy or hardcover. Support another awesome Black artist out there doing it and doing it for the culture. I'm so proud of him. It's like, wow. And yes, I wrote the foreword. Yay, me too. I got included in a real good thing. And just everybody out there doing stuff, keep doing what you do. Keep pushing, having fun, spreading love, using your crafts to, you know, like, ooh, I'm just knocking stuff over. Todd. Um, just keep doing good stuff to to make people's lives a little bit better, not just the holiday season. At this time, really all I can say is, is if you're feeling the spirit, please, my friends, keep the same energy all year round. All year. Especially right about now, moving forward. Let's just keep the same, you know, just want to reach out and love on people and have a lot of kikis and good times and be warm, healthy and happy. And, uh, you know, drinking toddies and laughing and all that stuff. Bam, you got any signing off words for the people? Um, just enjoy the holidays. I know it, they can be tough for folks sometimes, um, but reach out, uh, reach out to folks who you know uh, might be alone during the holidays. Just give them a shout out. It'll make such a difference for them. Love up on your family, your friends, and just be blessed. And let's hold on to each other and lift each other up for, you know, whatever is to come for 2022. Yes, I'm done with 2021. I love you bunches and oodles, you know that. I love you. I'm probably going to call you on Christmas and try to force you back onto another video chat after you and Gina are done having all your Christmas festivities. Cause we could do that. I am the annoying little sister. She never knew she really wanted until I arrived. Never annoying. Thanks for hanging with us. Merry Christmas and the same as last year to our family. 
out there. Hey, y'all. Merry Christmas and Happy New Year's. Hey, yep. Yep, we're at that. We're at it again. And uh, just to you guys, please, all of you everywhere, all around the world, uh, whatever you celebrate this time of year, happy holiday season, please remain safe and healthy and happy and grateful. And like, you know, count those blessings. We're blessed. We're all blessed. We're immensely best blessed that we're here. Let's just remember to sit in gratitude and to share that with others during this holiday season. And again, keep the same energy moving forward. God knows we need it. All right. So till next time, guys, any links to any of the cool stuff that Bambi talked about or I did, I'll have them attached to this episode, both in the synopsis for the download for if you're listening to Vibes, Moves and Moves uh, on Apple, Apple Podcasts via iTunes, on Spotify or Amazon Music or my site. I'll have all the information there as well as the video content and links to that too. So again, thank you guys for hanging with me and Bambi. Again, 2021, we made it. We're still here. Yes, ma'am. Girl. Oh my God. And um, we were happy to spend this time with you guys and, you know, have you come hang out with us in our lovely backdrops and stuff, because <laughs> why not? We should, at the chalet, I'm seriously <laughs> contemplating invading my cousin's life in another couple of days just to shoot some stuff at the chalet. I'm here. Girl, you know, I have nothing better to do. <laughs> I'm here. It's the holidays. I, I'm free. Come on with it. It's like, let's have some fun. Till yeah. then, guys. Please continue to be good to yourself so you can reach into other people's world and be good to them because good God knows we all need to be being good to each other. Till next time, much love, much light. God bless and keep you all always. Peace.